Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. I'm Mike. I got Bobby here as huge. Why did I say huge? I don't yeah, even know. Man, I don't know. I don't know. That was weird. It just came Who out like you? I went in podcast <laughs> mode and said something stupid. <laughs> anyway, and then we've got Chris here. I'm just going to roll with it. Like we've got Chris here, uh, Chris Orzakowski. I Dude, I totally pronounced your name wrong for like a long time. Like, it's all good. Everyone does. So I'm not bad. worried about it. <laughs> I did too. Well, there's a silent H in there that nobody knows about. I know. Only the yeah. insiders know. Well, now <laughs> we know. So we got Chris here and we're not talking about copy today. Normally when we have the email copywriter on, we talk about copywriting, but today we're actually going to talk about the value of masterminds. And this is something we've been wanting to talk about for a while. And we wanted to bring Chris in because we want to give you kind of like a big picture of what you can get out of masterminds. Because I think, you know, I'm sure you guys will agree with this. Like, you have to be careful. Like Chris, you're going to talk specifically about paid masterminds. You got to be careful about that because there's a lot of online gurupreneurs that, you know, do these masterminds that are completely bogus, you know, and so I don't want people to jump in to these things without doing your research. But Bobby's in a mastermind that is not paid. That's a pretty exclusive thing. Chris, Mm -hmm. you've done masterminds, both free and paid. You know, you've got a lot of experience with that. And I have pretty much avoided masterminds. (laughs) I've kind of, kind of like Bobby talking about mentors. I've always just kind of had these small groups of peers or individuals like Chris that I can talk to and bounce ideas off of. And it's almost like a mini mastermind. So we're going to go through the whole, you know, what is a mastermind, what you should be looking for, what it's like, um, and just kind of give some people some more information on this since it's something we get asked about all the time. So Guys, I, I'm curious, how do you define a mastermind? Because I think this is a word that's kind of been perverted in the online business space. And so I'm curious, like, how you would define it and what, what you consider a mastermind to be before we dive in. Ooh. Yeah, go yeah ahead, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I, I would consider a mastermind like a small group of high-level people who are all kind of working towards similar goals. You know, obviously, like you said, there's paid and free. I personally like the paid versions better just because if nothing else, it kind of acts like a filter, you know, and I guess, I guess we'll dive into that, but it's basically just like a group of people who say, Hey, we're all working for similar type goals. Let's all pool our knowledge and our resources and, uh, you know, basically agree to hold each other accountable to, uh, get to the next level, whatever that looks like. Cool. Yeah, I'd say it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, it, I feel like there's the kind where what we were talking about earlier, where it's like, there's somebody who is maybe like ahead of everybody else. And a lot of people like pay them a ton of money to go learn from them. And I don't know, I don't know if that's really mastermind or more of a coaching setup that's called a mastermind. Yeah. But then the, like the one I'm in is just a bunch of guys that are uh, in the personal finance blogging space. And uh, 
you have to be a six or seven figure entrepreneur to be in it. Like that's just the, the baseline requirement and it's by invite only. And so it's like, they all kind of like vote on who gets to be in it based on what they're seeing in the landscape and everything. So, um, but it's really just a bunch of guys getting together and talking about business, you know, and everybody's kind of on a, at a similar level to where everybody can contribute to the conversation, which I think is an important thing. You know, everybody kind of shares their different viewpoints. And then at the end of it, everybody goes back to competing against each other. <laughs> so it's kind of like a weird, it's kind of a weird <laughs> thing where everybody comes together and like puts, puts aside like their, not differences, but like everybody's trying to beat each other, but you come together for a couple of days and it's like, Hey, here's what I'm doing. Here's what I'm seeing. Here's what works here. What, here's what doesn't work. Um, and then, you know, everybody goes about the merry way and tries to make more money than everybody else. Yeah. I think you both made like a really interesting point. Chris talking about how he liked paid ones better than free ones and mm-hmm. it being a filter. So I think we need to come back and talk that a little about that a little later. And then your point, Bobby, which I think is relevant to just defining a mastermind that, you know, what you see a lot of times is people have masterminds and it's one coach, right? And, and he's, he or she is the big dog and they have this mastermind and the people that join it, they're paying this huge fee. Likely they all have a shared purpose, but they're probably getting access to some sort of community, like a Facebook group or a forum. And then they're meeting up one, two, three times a year for this event, but it's hosted by this one person. <clears throat> they're the main teacher. They're kind of guiding all the content. And I would say, I would, I personally consider that to be more of a coaching as well, which, and and Chris, I mean, you can probably speak more to this having done paid ones, but for me, when I'm looking at like, what is a mastermind and and what are you looking for? I, I really agree that it's, it's usually more people that are on the same level that are coming together to help each other get to the next level, whatever that similar goal is by sharing their individual uh, skills, you know? And I mean, I think as a great example, like even just the three of us, how many times have we met together and helped each other with each other's businesses and we all bring something different to the table, right? We all have these different skills that, you know, even if we have overlaps, there are things that I can teach you and that you guys can teach me and, and all of that. So I think that's the big key there is maybe people that are in the same space or, or doing the same kind of things, but you know, you've got one person that's been successful one way or another. Bobby, I think your mastermind is a really good example. You've got these guys that have crushed it with SEO and affiliate marketing. And then here you come in and you've done it with email marketing and courses and just a different same space, but a different way. And so you're able to contribute a lot to them. They're able to contribute a lot to you. And so to me, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for is it's a a group of peers with different skill sets, helping each other out, whether that's free or paid. Chris, can you tell us a little bit about the kinds of masterminds you've done to just what these paid ones that you've done that you like look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before I do that though, it sounds like Bobby's mastermind is like the Illuminati of the personal <laughs> finance world. Dude, <laughs> this is actually secret society. <laughs> this no is actually, did, right? <laughs> this is actually oh, so funny no. because I was talking to Larry, who's like, he he helps us with analytics and SEO and is really like a consultant for us at L, at LE and he's in the mastermind and I was hanging out with him at FinCon and he's like, Hey, you want to go to lunch? You want to go to lunch? And I was like, Oh, you got a lunch today. He's like, yeah, why don't you come with me? And I was like, well, it's your mastermind lunch. And like, so, and I was like, well, I'm not like in the mastermind. Like I'm not invited. And he's like, Oh yeah. I forgot about that. I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> and so he was like, yeah, you should just come to lunch with us. I'm like, yeah, Bobby will fill me in later. 
Yeah, it sounds like that. It's very not. I actually felt like it was that way before I got invited to it and everything. Like I thought it was like this mysterious like thing, and it's really not. It's just it's in my my space. Like people have kind of built it up to be that, but it's really not that at all. It's just a lot of the people that were kind of like in early on the personal finance blogging game, which is you know is like I don't know the exact date, but like you know two thousand eight, two thousand nine, um, became really popular. Start writing about personal finance after the recession. And so it's just a lot. They're just like a bunch of buddies that started a group, you know, and it's just right. kind of some people have sold their websites. Like originally, I think it was just like kind of initial group of people. And then uh, some of these guys stole their websites for like millions of dollars. And so um, they started bringing in newer people that are still kind of like in the, they've either restarted their business or they, you know, they're looking for people that are, uh, you know, can contribute in different ways, kind of like what I can do. Um, but it's not like that at all. It's not like a super secret thing. It's just a, I don't know, just a pretty laid back group of people getting together. And, and the whole thing, honestly, you know, I don't want to go and I don't know how much detail I can go into of like what we talked about and all that kind of stuff because I just, I'm the new ones. I don't want to like go there, but it was very like relaxed. It was just a, literally we're just like sitting there every day. Like we would, you know, talk about SEO and like nerdy computer stuff. And then we can start drinking beer, you know, and I would like, that's pretty much how it goes. Right. But it's, it's less about, I felt like it's, a lot of masterminds are less like the event or like going to the the one like weekend where you hang out with everybody. And it's more about the relationships that you build. And then, cause in business, it's like the more people, you know, the, the better things happen for your business. And so that's what I think has been the most valuable part is like just getting connections with people that have connections with other people and, and being able to kind of get different opportunities in the business that way. Well, cause you yeah. can reach out to them if you need something, Hey, can you refer me to this, somebody that does this or to ask a question? I mean, they're there now, you know, right. to answer those things. And I think with the invite only thing, I think it's, I think this is just important when you're joining a mastermind, there needs to be some sort of filter, right? Just yeah. for a quality thing. And so I think the invite thing is they're just trying to make it not be this huge thing. And so they're trying to make sure the person will fit and bring something to the table, you know, and that it, it's going to benefit the whole group. And then it's the same thing, like you mentioned, Chris, with like it being paid, like a lot of times, like a high price can actually be just a filter to make sure people of that same level and commitment are there. Right. And so, yeah. um, but anyway, you can, now we went sidetracked. Let's get back to yeah, <laughs> yeah. more about your no payments. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, what I was saying before, like the reason I like the paid it's, it really doesn't, as long as there's some kind of filter where everyone, you know, everyone's kind of at the same level, for instance, like I'm not really just like Bob, I'm not going to get into too much of the specifics of the things we have, you know, the conversations we have in mind. Uh, I'm in Kevin Rogers, RFL super group, which is like his highest level. And, and his, just for context, his is kind of like you were saying, Mike, like he's like the coach and the facilitator, right. but I actually, I like that one just because um, when I joined, I was definitely, you know, I'm still learning from Kevin and, you know, every single time I talked to him, I learned so much. So I kind of liked having someone who could kind of guide me up the mountain. And he always, Kevin always used the term of like, you know, I could see around that corner and uh, it's just helpful having mm -hmm. someone to be like, Hey, I have this situation. What do you think? He's like, ah, that might not work out. Like you think it might, you know, I've right. seen this before. Right. So it helps. Yeah. And a quick thing like that, because I love Kevin Rogers stuff, but I think there's a, it's, it's different when it's somebody that's proven in the industry and that's been around for years. He's been in the business forever, you know, and has really built everything up and he's, he's a trusted resource in that space compared to Joe Blow, 
you know, that just starts this mastermind and has really not done anything in business. And I think, you know, that's important to kind of mention because I was putting that category of like one person leading it in a negative light because generally that's what it is. Right. And so I think that's, yeah. a, that's an important distinction. Yeah. You're well, in one that has that, but that doesn't, it, they're not all bad. You just have to be, that is a, a, a warning sign or something to look into. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd say probably 90% of them are bad though. I'll agree with you on that point because there are so many just douchebags out there who are like, Oh, I'm going to be a uh, high ticket coach and uh like whatever that means like what does that mean you're a high ticket coach like does that mean you charge a lot of money because there's a lot of people do like i don't understand that whole whatever but um yeah there are a lot of people like yeah i'm gonna start like a mastermind for business owners or work with business owners who are gonna you know help other business owners become better you know it's like this incestuous like weird like circular kind of situation where like everyone just coaching each other. It's just very strange. The mastermind uh, teaching you how to create a mastermind oh that way you can make money selling your yeah, mastermind. It's like, yeah. it's, it's so stupid. But, uh, but the thing like with Kevin, like Kevin was a copywriter and that's kind of what I used to be. I don't really consider myself a copywriter anymore because I do so many other things. But when I, at least when I joined, like, you know, I kind of, I knew who he was. I'd gotten his free book. I'd listened to him on podcasts. I've seen his website. I finally joined Copy Chief like, you know, four or five years ago. It's his membership site community. Then I went through RFL, which was his like group coaching program, which he still runs. Uh, and then I joined his like RFL mastermind, which is like a monthly thing. And then finally I joined the super group. So like there were layers of me, not like vetting, right? But but it wasn't like I just saw some Facebook ad. I'm like, oh, wow, there's this new like high ticket mastermind. I could pay, you know, $35,000 and I could go join. I could be, you know, like, because that's what, what happens. And that's what people teach online. But, I, you know, I, I'm not a huge fan of value ladders, but I kind of went, up every single step of Kevin's and it kind of got me to the point where I was like, yeah, everything I consume from this guy is awesome and it makes me money and it helps me. So I'm just going to keep paying this guy more and more money because every single time I give this guy money, I get a lot more coming out the other end. Like I get bigger clients, I get better deals, I have more connections, things are just right. getting easier. So, you know, if you're in one of those kind of situations with someone who's at the top of the industry, like that was a guy I knew when I first started out, when I was kind of, you know, you know, nudging everyone else out to all the other lower level copywriters when I was starting that was someone I knew who was like, he had done the $50,000 deals. He'd been doing this for a decade. He had been, you know, on stage at all these places. So I'm like, okay, this is a guy who's actually proven himself in the trenches. I'm like all these other people who are claiming to be experts. So I was like, that's the guy I'm going to give my money to because he's actually done what I want to do rather than someone who right. just has a fancy funnel on a nice website and some bullshit testimonials they grab from a free Facebook group. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so you could tell I'm passionate about this. <laughs> well, no, I think that that's, man, I I've been frustrated for the last two years as I've gotten more and more into this world of how many people are just horrible people online. And it makes it harder for people like us that sell legitimate products and, and do legitimate coaching or just the teach people real ways to make money online. Like it's such a difficult thing because there's so many of these assholes out there that are doing all this stupid stuff. And so it's just, it's a frustrating thing. So I, I, I agree with your passion about hating that kind of stuff. Cause it's just really frustrating for the people that are out there trying to like actually help people. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's even like with us, with the Facebook side hustle course, like one of the things we talked about early was, so there's so many courses that teach how to manage Facebook ads for local businesses, but there's a lot of really shitty ones. Right. And yeah. so it was almost, and if you go into any community that's about that. You'll see people that are like, Hey, I just landed my first client. I have no clue what am I, what I'm doing? What should I do? And then there's like people that are like 
giving this awful advice. There's just so many bad freelancers out there. And we were like, man, let's just create an army of like good ones, like, like that are talented and know what they're doing and can actually help people instead of ruining other people's businesses in order to make a buck, you know, but that's a big thing. That's like something we've had to hurdle. And I had somebody message me in my inbox today that was like, Hey, this thing that y'all are doing, I saw an ad you ran, this looks really promising, but like, I've seen so many scams around this. You can yeah. you just make me feel better about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, here you go. Like go, go listen to this podcast and see us just like rant, <laughs> you know, about, yeah. about that kind of stuff. So, um, and you have that too, even with the, the, if you see people that are like really high end, like you, you got to see what is their level of involvement. Like do your research. Cause like you're mentioning Kevin's and how involved he is and how much he's helped you and you've moved up the layers. And, but I mean, we've even had before where it's like, Hey, this is somebody really trusted in the industry. We want to work with them. And they're like not involved, which we weren't expecting, but just like the quality of like how things worked out was not anywhere near, you know, what we would have expected. So I think you just have to be really careful because it can be both ways, right? You can have, you know, a big brand that's like very pulled back and it just is just a machine and systems. And, you know, that can be really good sometimes and that can be really bad. And then you can have the, the person that lives in their mom's basement that hasn't made any money online. <laughs> it's teaching people how to build a seven figure business when they've never had a six figure business, you know, and uh, I have, a friend that I know uh, that I don't talk to much anymore that does that, that is like coaching seven figure businesses and never built a six figure business. And I hate it. So there's just, you got to be careful guys. There's he, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a coach for someone else's program. That's helping people go from six to seven figures. And he's like one of their team coaches and, has I know for a fact he's never built a six figure business on his own. It's like I would have a hard time waking up every day and doing that. <laughs> like I just yeah, I would have a really hard time feeling good about myself with that. It's ugh. so when you're looking, you know, I've I've always kind of taken the approach of either doing things on my own or I've just I have a lot of relationships like friends in the business, you know, and and I make friends with people, and so you know I'll have a call, like I'll hop on with you, Chris, or Bobby and I will have a discussion or, you know, Alex, who we've had on the podcast was helping me with YouTube the other day. Um, Our friend Kristen was, we talked a few times, you know, I have all these different people that I talk to and like, I will help them with their business. They'll help me with my business. And they're like mini masterminds, but they're nothing official, right? They're just like friends that know stuff, you know? So I'm curious from y'all being in masterminds, like, what are you looking for? What makes you decide to do it? And, you know, I, I guess that's part one is what are you looking for and and in like why you joined, but also like what makes you go, that's the one I'm going to join versus like these ones are not worth it. Hmm. Uh, for me, I just, I like desperately wanted to be the dumbest person in a room. And I felt like as we had kind of grown uh, laptop empires and it happened pretty quickly, I felt like we passed up a lot of people um, that we could have gotten advice from. And so I didn't really feel like I was like, I felt like we were at a ceiling and I definitely felt like that with millennial and money man, where I was like, I, I didn't really know what to do next. I didn't know the next step or even what was possible. You know, I had kind of like a limit on how much money I think I thought that I could make from that business. And so for me, I just wanted to like go and like, 
you know, try not to make myself sound like an idiot in front of a bunch of other people and, and learn as much as I could. And that's basically what happened. I mean, I just, it, it kind of blew my mind, like what some people in, in my space and industry are doing with their websites, like how much money they're generating every month. And it was just like, wow, I, it made me realize how much more is possible. Um, not only with Millennium Money Man, but Laptop Empires too. And so I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I feel like refreshed. I felt really energized coming off of that and had at least like a, I don't know, kind of like a framework for how I wanted to grow the business for the next five years, you know, for, for the Millennium Money Man side of things. So that was, I just wanted to like go and feel like an idiot and, you know, try not to embarrass myself too much. That's funny. Yeah. I, uh, I think, you know, the, the one that I'm in, I've been in for almost yeah two years now. Um, and then I was doing coaching with Kevin beforehand, but it was funny. Like when he had asked me, you know, he was telling me about this thing. He's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be X amount to join, you know, got a few other people. I said, yeah, sure. What do I send the money? Uh, it was just like snap decisions. So I was just like, <laughs> if you're doing it, it's high level, you're coaching, whatever, just take my money. I don't care who else is in it. Now, you know, I'll, I'll probably be in that one for a very long time. Um, unless, you know, hopefully it, it, we were able to keep it around for many more years. But if I was ever to look for another one, it would definitely be, I'd have to agree with Bobby and say, yeah, I definitely don't want to be the smartest person in the room. And, you know, that, that's, uh, I, I think a lot of people probably think that. But I think what, the one thing I could add to what Bobby said, because I agree, I would say finding a room where like, you, there's other people who are good at the things that you suck at. Like even within our mastermind, you know, there's about 10 of us and we all have different like marketing specialties and copy specialties. So it's kind of cool because like, you know, if someone has a question about email, they'll come and ask me if I have a question about, you know, advertorials, I'll go to Rachel, uh, Rachel Maza, who's in the group, you know, like if I have a question about like case studies, I'll go talk to Brian McCarthy, who's another guy in the group. Right. So like I'll know, uh, you know, like we kind of round each other out. Right. And, it, you know, depending on what you do, you don't have to be a copywriter. You could any kind of business you're in. Like if there's someone who's good, for instance, like me being a copywriter, if I was to join another one, maybe there's someone who's good with traffic. Maybe there's someone who's good with like the finance. Maybe there's someone who's good with um, just like business development type, you know, I don't know, bigger picture vision type stuff. Right. So if you could put yourself in one of those situations where there's people, you know, taking an objective, you know, look at your business because it's hard to read the label when you're inside the bottle, right? Like you can, you're in your business every day. And as much as people would say, Oh, well you need to step back and work on your business, not in your business. Like, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, everyone has blind spots and it, it's so valuable. That's, that's where the real value of the masterminds are. It's not the number of calls or the number of meetings or the, the amount of hours that you spend interacting. It's not those things. It's when someone else looks at what you're doing and says, Hmm, I see you're doing this. Have you ever thought about doing it that way? And you're like, oh my God, I never even thought about that. And then it changes everything, right? Like you try one different strategy or you make one small pivot and it just changes your whole trajectory. Cause it's like, what is that old cliche we've all heard about? Like, you know, uh, a plane taking off from LA, like if it's off by like two inches when it takes off, instead of ending up in like, you know, Florida, you'll end up in New York or something, right? Like you'll go in a completely different direction just with a small tweak in your trajectory. So like when you get into those higher level situations, that's what I find. It's not like, you know, like in our, the RFL mastermind, the one with Kevin, like we're not learning like, oh, here's how you get a copywriting client. Like we've all made it over that hurdle. You know, like we're talking about bigger picture stuff, like where we want to take what our vision is, where we want to take our businesses, what we want our lifestyles to look like, all those kind of things. So it lends itself to more like super insightful insights and strategies that can help us get there rather than just like, you know, basic kind of things. Yeah. I think it's really interesting just listening to both of you, your, 
you're really looking for, like Bobby, I think, put it in the best words, like be the dumbest person in the room. And you don't necessarily have to be the dumbest person in the room, but like you need to make sure that the people that are in there, not just the person that's running it, right? But the people that are in the group, that you have something to gain from them, especially when you start to get to higher levels of your business. Like once you've built a six figure per year business, when you've built, you know, this like multi five figure per month business, you start to do that. The amount of people that are doing that is very, very small. And so it can be, you can feel lost because you don't know where to go and you don't know, uh, you know, (laughs) you don't know other people that are in the same situation that you can talk about the difficulties and the obstacles that you come up with that are uh, come up to, which are totally different. And so I think it sounds like both of you are saying like, okay, you got to find, you know, a group that is going to help you get to that next level, either by pulling you up or if you're all at the same level by saying, here are other strategies or allowing you to get more smart eyeballs on your plan. That way you don't veer off course, like, like you mentioned, Chris. So um, I think that's really important. And guys, I think too, just if you're joining one that has like a coach or an expert that's leading it, make sure that the level of their program that you're in, that the people that are in it, even if that's the main person you're learning from, you want to make sure that it's not like you at level seven and everyone else at level three. And then that person's at 10, you know, you need to get into a community where maybe that person's at 10, but everyone else is seven, eight, nine, right? That way you're in the right group or else you're going to get really frustrated. I think to wrap this, I'm curious from y'all, how do you think you can get the most out of a mastermind? So for the people listening, like what do they need to do if they find one, if they decide to do this? Cause we, we think these are valuable, but like, how do they get the most value or benefit out of it? Mm. And Bobby looks like he's thinking hard. So Chris, you can go, ahead and go first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most, the, the way to get the most value is, is going to kind of sound inter, uh, counterintuitive, but it's like the more that you give the better that's that's what i found like i've i've always tried to be like when i joined the mastermind i was like i didn't probably not i'm probably in the bottom you know not that there were that many people there was only like 12 people when we joined so i was like i'm probably one of the lower people in the mastermind which you know obviously i want to be one of the dumber people in the room but i said i could be the hardest worker and i could document everything and and share all the stuff that's been working for me and i could just take that to like the next level and it's accelerated everything I've done just because, you know, there's so many just benefits, right? Like when you help other people, obviously it's kind of like the whole karma or the universe or whatever the fuck people, I don't know, you know, like it just all comes around back to you. Right. And then what happens is if you're that super helpful person, you'll go out of your way to help the other people in the mastermind. They are going to go out of their way to help you as well. Like there's so many times when, um, you know, I've seen someone struggling with the problem that I might've solved. And I'm like, Oh, well, let me, let's hop on a call real quick. I'll just kind of walk you through this and here's how I did it. I'll show you my stats and blah, blah, blah. And then like three months later, I'll be experiencing a problem. They'll say, Hey, I know how to solve that. Let's talk. So the more that you initiate, um, you know, and I hate that like give value, right? Like I hate that term cause it's so like bastardized today in, in marketing, <laughs> like really the more that you can contribute and share and all of those things, the better it just comes back around tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty big. I, it's funny. I was actually going to say, not necessarily opposite. I was going to say like, listen, try to listen a little bit more than you talk, which I don't think is actually the opposite of what you're saying. You were saying provide value. I think like when you're in the actual mastermind setting, I think a lot of people just in life, I think a lot of people try to prove like how cool they are 
like how smart they are. And I think when you get in these masterminds, especially when you're in there with people that have already made it and done it, like they want to hear you provide value, but they don't want to hear you like try to pump yourself up and like make yourself sound really cool. Like nobody at that level, nobody gives a shit because like everybody's making a lot of money or they're already successful. Like they don't care how successful you are. Like they already have like a vague idea. So if you're just talking about yourself the whole time, like they're not going to like you. Um, so I think, yeah, you try to provide value, you try to give your expertise, but also try to listen and realize like, you know, these people have already made it. Like they don't need to hear like how cool I am and I don't need to prove how cool I am. Like I'm here for a reason. So I don't know. That's uh, my thing was just, I just wanted to soak up as much as possible. And then when it got to the, the topics, uh, cause ours was a little bit more topic based, um, at least at the actual event, uh, it was like, okay, when we talk about email marketing, surprisingly, that is something that I know a lot more than a lot of people about these days. And uh, two years ago, that would have not been the case. But like, I was like, okay, I can actually like, I can stand up and not even stand up. I can sit down and talk about this and not come off like a total idiot and actually help people. So I don't know. That's, that's my thing. Just try to listen a lot. And then when it's your turn to provide value, you gotta, you gotta bring it. And to pile onto that, like, that's what you want to do anyway. Like you, the reality is like, I know, I know Chris is like help other people as much as possible. And I agree, but you yeah. joined it for your own benefit, right? So you talking about all the things, you know, probably isn't the most beneficial use of your time. Anyway, you should be asking questions and listening and absorbing and doing those things. And then just wait for those opportunities. Like Bobby said, as soon as people started talking about email marketing, he was like, oh, I have a lot that I can contribute here. Okay, cool. Now you're giving back. Now you're doing it. But if yeah. you're just looking for the next thing to say, you know, you're going to miss out. Can, can, I, can I wrap some context around my answer? Because those are good sure. points. And I, I agree with you guys. Yeah. So like, yeah. I like the the listen more than than you talk thing, but also yeah, like what what I meant to say, and I don't know if I, this came across clearly was yeah, don't go in there, you know, like like you said, Bobby, like acting all like you're big and you're tough and you're, you're yeah, so successful, yeah. and like don't don't you know what people do is nowadays they go into like Facebook groups or something, they drop like value bombs, and like really they're never <laughs> right, really that valuable. So right. that's not what I say when I mean give value. I and I know you guys know that. I'm just saying yeah. like you know find those small opportunities. You know when when you're listening to someone else, you know most masterminds are hot seat driven, right? Where like everyone kind of gets a turn mm-hmm. and says, "Here's what I'm working on. Here's what I'm struggling with." But it's like those little moments when your ears perk up when you're like wait a minute, I know how to fix that. I can help that person and let me do whatever I can to make sure that they solve that because I know that they have my back too. So I think we're all talking about the same thing. I just don't think I did a good job of explaining. So thank you for letting me take No, I think you did. I understood what you were saying. (laughs) I I understood for sure. sure. Yeah, no, no. And I felt bad because I was like, man, what I'm going to say sounds like the opposite of what he's saying, but it's not because it's like you you have to be confident and you have to contribute and you have to help. You just can't you can't go into any situation and try to prove that you're awesome, which I think a lot of people like out of insecurity, try to do that sometimes where they're like, Oh, I need to prove why I'm here. That's nobody cares about that. They just want to get the nuts and bolts from you and they want the value. And then I think outside of just like the actual mastermind event, if you're in one, you, I think you should try to contribute and help people as much as possible, like in the off season or, you know, when when you're not doing the actual mastermind, like, you know, if you see somebody that needs help or if somebody like has a question about something, go and like try to help them out, you know, and do, you know, give them some value in between, like, you know, outside of just the mastermind event itself. And that's, I've been trying to do that. And I've had a lot of people, I've asked a lot of questions too. Like since the mastermind has been over, I've been asking a lot of questions. I'm like, Hey guys, what do you think about this? Um, Cause ours has like a Facebook group that we, we talk in. So um, I think that providing value there too is, is pretty huge. 
mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta give it all away, right? And this is true in masterminds, but also you know just amongst your friends and things too. Like you can't keep secrets for yourself. If you you know think about like how you would want those people to treat you. And so if you want to know their secret that took them to the next level, then share yours. You know, and so if there's an opportunity where somebody is struggling with something and, you, and you've got a system or a method or whatever, peel back the curtain, show them. They're still going to have to put the work in, but you've got a lot more to gain from helping other people out than you do. You will lose from sharing something that you did that worked really well. And I, th- I, th- I just feel like that's true in all walks of like online business, as long as, you know, it's somebody you like, <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> there's some crappy yeah. people, you know, and you know, that you might not want to help out, but um, anyway, I thought that was a great discussion. You guys got any closing notes on this? Um, I, you know, I think we're talking about these like formal masterminds. I, I think that there's like tons and tons of value in just doing kind of informal, what the three of us have done. I mean, like, I, I right. feel like since I met you two guys, my, my revenue business revenue has gone way further up than like a, a formal mastermind has has done. Um, now I haven't been in that for very long, but I mean, just even us just getting together and talking, like I've learned more about like people think I'm an email marketing expert and that's, that is shocking <laughs> because I was, <laughs> I was terrible at writing emails and it's like, you know, basically Chris and, and Mike, you guys like helping me figure out how to do that. So it's just that kind of stuff. I think that, you know, don't feel like you have to find a formal mastermind, like start with just finding people that you can, start talking to providing value to and getting value from um, and just start there. And then that's a, a good way to kind of get your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And, and I'll say, I'll say this, like, obviously, you know, Bobby, I've known you for about what, two years now. And mm-hmm. Mike, I think we've known each other for what, like four or five years, something like that. Um, a long time. Like you and I were, it's probably been longer because you, when you, when I, you and I first met, I did a free coaching call with you from free shit Friday and Dan yeah. Mayer, the group. Dan Mayer, this group. Yeah. And I was, <laughs> I was running my fitness business at the time. So that had to have been like five, over five years ago. It was a yeah. long time ago. And, uh, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, but anyway, I remember we had like a call and I sent out an email based on what you showed me and I made 3,500 bucks off of one email and then like shared. And this is a great example, guys. Like he, spent some time with me, shared some things I implemented, I got results. And then I told him about those results. And then Chris got really excited. And then he wanted to help me more. And so he was like critiquing my emails. And then we just became friends. And now like we've both helped each other make a lot of money in our businesses by just sharing our expertise, which obviously I went a full swing away from (laughs) fitness into marketing. Uh, But you know, yeah, we've been we've been doing that for a long time. And just I can even think of times where you and I are on the phone and one of us is just like, I have no clue what I'm doing with my life. Like, what am I doing right now? Yeah. And like talking each other off the ledge or giving each other some guidance. Like we've both done that for each other many times over the years. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I was going to say. Like, you know, for all the people who are listening to this, I'm like, I can't afford a five figure mastermind or I don't have time and I, I have a job and I can't travel. Like, you know, when I after we had done that call, like me and Mike obviously stayed in contact and developed a friendship. But there were times when like I'd be on my lunch break at school and I'd step outside in February and, you know, grab my jacket and go outside and hop on the phone and call Mike, you know, and we obviously not just out of the blue, we'd be like, Hey, you know, you want to, you want to talk, whatever, got, you know, let's, let's figure some of this stuff out. And uh, so that could be a version of a mastermind. Like if you have someone else who's 
a mover and shaker and who's doing things and kind of rounds you out that you could share advice with. Like it doesn't have to be this formal invite only thing or this thing where you pay into where there's in-person meetings. Like that's awesome. And eventually hopefully everyone will get to that point who's listening, but you don't have to start there. Right. Like Napoleon Hill. And I think he was the one who coined that term mastermind originally from uh, yeah. Think and grow rich, but he was basically just get some people who are smart, who are, you know, can help you out and all get together and help each other. So like, that's the heart of it. Like if you could find one or two or even three people who are in your business life or your colleagues that kind of round you out, that can help you with the stuff that you suck at and you could help them with the stuff that they suck at, then you're off to the races. Another example of that, I hopped on a call with Bobby to help him with something in his business. And he was going to then another time hop on a call with me to help me with something. And those calls led to us starting Laptop Empires. Like we created this massive business out of just agreeing to hop on a call for a little bit Thanksgiving week <laughs> like on, on vacation, you know? Um, so, so you never know. Like it's, it's worth it's funny. That's I, back in the day, I would take every call, right? If someone mm. wanted to talk, I would do it. Someone wanted to help. I'd hop on a call with them. And that really helped me grow my business. I can't do that these days outside of the people I'm really close with, but like it was great when I was first starting out. So great discussion on the mastermind. You know, I think this leads us to the big thing. If you guys want to join the three amigos mastermind, it is only $15,000 per month. You can email me team at laptopempires.com. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> We're not doing that. But anyway, see, there's somebody's going to email us though and be like, somebody's I want to do it. Someone's going to want to do it. So no, 15,000 anyway. a month. We should, we should. If they, yeah, that's probably, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, guys, um, thank you for coming on. Chris, we'll have you on again soon. Everybody, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Go check out Chris's stuff, the email copywriter.com. We'll have the free goodies like the email, his, his make it rain guide and everything here in the show notes. So you can get that, download it. I'm still waiting for my physical copy, but All right. the, I'll put it on copy. Uh -oh. <laughs> but the PDF copy is great. <laughs> so thank you guys for coming. We'll see you next episode. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast.